Greetings, fans. This is uh, Shy Lounge again. I am your host, Shinblade. But this edition of Shy Lounge is, is a very special edition. It's not an episode. It's more like the hidden gems, uh, or what I would call the hidden gems of Shy Lounge. Kind of like Easter eggs on a DVD or uh, deleted scenes. Well, deleted scenes on the cutting room floor. Anything of that nature, uh, something like that. I'm using this... Uh, part of Shy Lounge, or should I say it's a new branch of Shy Lounge, because I interview uh, entertainers or wrestlers or whatever have you, or people that I find interesting that really wouldn't generate a lot of listens on a podcast, or at least I don't think so, and I like to be proven wrong if, um, if I'm saying the wrong thing, but it's just a notion, or something I just found in the past and I lost it. Uh, within the files on my computer or my uh, mobile device or anything of that nature. But anyway, that is what Hidden Gems' challenge is. Um, hopefully, I get to do this every once in a blue moon if I interview someone and we have a great time. And, you know, again, if I don't feel like they generate um, a lot of listens, just like uh, Hall of Famers or or Grammy award-winning musicians or famous comedians, then uh, so, so be it. But then again, I like to be proven wrong uh, when it comes to having notions like this. But anyway, my first uh, my first interview is with a uh, very funny comedian. He's an upcoming comedian by the name of Reggie Jr. Um, I have I met this guy back in let's see about June. May of June uh, 2016, he opened for Justin Hires, uh, you know, from Rush Hour at the time. And I think he's doing other shows now. So he a uh, very nice guy. We sat down in the back the next night. Uh, we talked for about uh, maybe 10, 20 minutes. And he was telling me about his roots and where he comes from. Uh, Reggie's a big Kansas City uh, Chiefs fan in the NFL. So, you know, I catch him on Facebook like every Sunday, every week. He talks about his Chiefs. I think he's a Royals fan or um, um, or whatever it is in basketball he is a fan of. But he's a very passionate fan. Um, you know, it, for those who know him on Facebook, uh, he talks about his Chiefs. Um, just like a friend of mine by the name of Dirty Dave, who uh, who's a Chiefs fan as well. But he tells me about uh, him getting into comedy. And he also bestows a very uh, deep story that he had after he had done his set in California, I believe. So it, it, uh, it was a gem in that interview to be a gem to release it on the first edition of the Hidden Gems of Shy Lounge. So, if you want to get at Reggie Jr., catch him at Reggie Comedy. That is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I think Snapchat also. I'm not a Snapchat. I'm not a Snapchat person, so um, pretty much um, I would have to uh, look into that for that reference. But don't quote me on that. But anyway, there's no music on the Hidden Gems. So, uh, with that being said, I introduce to you. Reggie Jr., check him out. All right, I got a uh, bonus uh, comedian on this episode also. Um, I don't know if I call it bonus, though. It's more like an opener. (laughs) (laughs) It's an extra. Yeah, it's an extra. extra You know, Uh, know, the opener before we get to the main act. 
Uh, just tell them who you are. Yeah, man, comedian Reggie Jr., man. Hell out of Kansas City, Kansas, man, by way of L.A., man. I'm out here slinging jokes on these hoes, man. Slanging jokes, slanging jokes. Like, like you trapping now. I just that's what we do, man. That's I, what we doing right now. We, we, tra- we joke trapping trapping. jokes. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, man. Like we be in these streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Like people like, man, you ain't in the streets, like bro. We in the streets, just like pimps is in the streets, just like dope boys is in the street, just like gangbangers in the street. We in the streets too. We just selling jokes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the only difference. But so, well, we all in the street because right. we, we deal with the same clientele. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you do a bar. You might do a, a midnight spot somewhere, you know what I'm saying? You entertaining, you know, you may be entertaining some pimps. Maybe you're entertaining some, some some street people. You don't know who you're going to be entertaining that I, night. I think I saw one the night that um, I came up here to see you guys. Some guy in a red uh, Al Jarreau jacket or something. <laughs> like, he, just, yep. he just came up like that. But uh, yep. how, tell me tell me about your uh, beginnings, though, because, you know, I never heard of black comedian from Kansas. Oh, uh, we deep out here, man. I mean, it's black people everywhere, man. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Midwest, man. We deep in the Midwest. But, I mean, there's not a ton of comedic talent coming out of there. That's where I'm born and raised from. But I actually started doing stand-up in Atlanta when I was in college. You feel oh, me? yeah. So I started at the Uptown Comedy Corner getting the, getting booed. And then, oh, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying, you know, took them L's, you know what I'm saying? And then just kept going with it. And then, um, you know, I was in the military for a little bit. Uh, I, I was actually based out of here for me. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was out for me, man. Shout out to my boy Sandstrom, my boy, uh, my boy Shaw out here. Okay. You know what I'm saying sergeants out there at the uh, Defense Information School, and um, you just got uniformed on me right then and there. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I, I love, I love the army, man. It was, it was, you know, it helped me start my comedy career. It gave fin- helped me finance it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so. an Air Force guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wasn't in the Air Force, but um, I, I had this uh, wanted to be in it. And when I got out of school, I was like, I'm going to be in the Air Force. Boom, 9-11. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> I had that fear in me. That's one of the biggest regrets I had in life. Yeah, I had to get that money, man. I, I couldn't, couldn't worry about that. But but um, what? how many years have you been doing it now? Uh, Ten. Ten years? Ten solid years. So a lot of people, they... You know, I get a lot of guys when I go out to these clubs, they say, man, I can tell jokes, I can tell jokes, you know, I'm like, that is really, really difficult, because you have to get the, the audience on your side, and yeah. like you, and it's not like telling jokes with friends. Nah, nah, it's a lot of timing involved, it's a lot of L's involved, you feel me? You know what I'm saying, you're gonna, you gonna, uh, you gonna take your share of losses, you know what I'm saying, but it's all a learning process, like every time I go on stage, I learn something, you know what I'm saying, even this weekend, you know what I'm saying, I saw some things I could have did better, like, you know what, you know what I'm saying, if I see a crowd is slanted more this way, I'm gonna do these jokes, if I see a crowd is slanted more that way, I'm gonna do these jokes, you know what I'm saying, do a little bit more crowd work here, it's, 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 like, a, it's like a quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Orchestrating an offense. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at the crowd, you're reading the crowd, and then you go from there. You, you know what I'm saying? You may run a, a, a long joke, you may run a slant on a go joke, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just depending on what it is. But it's a lot, there's a lot of intelligence that goes into it, a lot of psychology that goes into it, a lot of anticipation that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Because you're anticipating the crowd reacting a certain way at a certain point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of thinking involved. You know, good comedy you did. You know, for a comedian, you are very, very uniform. Like, you're just straight up and down where, like, you just, uh, you're not, I, I'm not dissing other comedians, but usually some comedians, like, they came from nothing and they had to work on their way up. But you, being in the military, you seem so uniform, like, I am this guy. Like, you yeah. know, I was in the military, and you had the proper uh, speak as I had growing up. Yeah. So. I mean, it, you know, and, you know, and I, that country twang is not, it doesn't really come out. No, nah, it depends on when, the, you know what I'm saying? They come out sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You know, it just depends. 
when I'm more relaxed, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm just chilling. But um, but really, I mean, I mean, I did come from you know, what I'm saying the hood. I mean, I mean, most people oh, come yeah. from the you know, what I'm saying the pro- I I didn't I wasn't living in the projects, but you know, but you 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 live in the hood. You a step from the projects. You know what I'm saying? I, I did myself. I mean, yeah. a lot of people don't think I did, but I, I actually did coming from Hawaii to oh, okay, North yeah. Virginia. Yeah, and uh, did live in project housing, but you know, I seen some. Uh, broke pimps and yeah, man. crack whores and yeah, it's just been all over like that. But um, what what inspired you to get in comedy? Like just to tell a joke. Uh, I mean, I've always man just just I've always been like a class clown, like most cats, man. And, and then I just found a way to to uh, funnel it mm-hmm. into something that was productive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so the first time, first couple times I did stand up, it didn't go well. Oh, yeah. And that's when a lot of a lot of cats' careers die, man. It's because you know. Uh, in the black community, at least in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, like if you want a certain certain type of comic, you know what I'm saying, then they wasn't gonna receive you a certain type of way. You know, like yeah. if you was more proper, if you was more, because you know blacks is such a, such a wide spectrum of, of of us as black people. Not all of us is hood. Not all not all of us is educated. You know what I'm saying. But and then there's some that's in between. You know, you dig. So, um, so I failed the first couple times, but I was just like. Like, I know I'm funny, man. I just, it's got to find, it's got to find it. And then once I found it, I was like, okay, now I just got to build on it and keep and, building on it. And that's where, um, that's where a lot of people need to know within comedy, art, uh, theater, whatever. Because Patrice O'Neill, uh, got rest his soul. Yeah. I think he went to England and he found it and he came back and he was like one of the best comedians. Like, yeah. just coming out. He couldn't hack it in the United States. Yeah. So it, it just took like, like, uh, that much. I mean, right now my show is uh, it has a bit of presence in the United States, but I have an audience in Indonesia, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Morocco, and, and other Arabic countries. I guess they see me and they just think like right. Muslim going <laughs> doing comedy and uh, wrestling and entertainment. But it's just a personal journal for me doing this yeah. show. But I want to ask you, what is one of the craziest things that you have ever encountered on the road? Man, I'll tell you this. I don't know if Justin remembers this, but I'm going to bring it up to him. <laughs> um, we did a show in Pasadena one time, right? Uh, about four years ago. Okay. And he performed, I performed, we were sitting outside. You know, just shooting shit. And this comic, not this comic, this guy came up to us and mm-hmm. he was like, he said, hey man, y'all cast was funny as hell, man. He said, dog, I needed that tonight. He was like, yeah man, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. He was like, dog, only you understand me. This nigga uh, touched my girl, man. I was about to go shoot this motherfucker. And he showed us the pistol. He said, but man, I had such a good time tonight, man. I thought about it. I ain't going to do that shit, man. And did, I was like, whoa. Did he lose his girl? I don't know. Something happened. But he oh. it was an altercation happened. He's about to go ride and get some get some cats. And he had the heat on him. Um, I don't know how he ended up at the bar. I think he went to go get a drink first to get himself psyched up. <laughs> but yeah, he's about to go... He was about to go, you know what I'm saying, handle that business. So, um, so that's the craziest thing. Cause I was like, wow, like yes. you never know what nobody's, you know what I'm saying. You never know what people are going through, man. You, you just never, which is why it's great to do, you know, do stand up. You know? Well, you know, um, comedy is. I, I find it a form of medicine. You know, caring people, making them feel good. And that was one story like that. I, personally, to me, I thought it was gonna be like some crazy road story, like airport or whatever have you that just like sometimes there's some stories that you, you seem miserable when it happens but it makes you laugh coming back at it yeah you know cause um, to me Justin he seems so animated 
yeah. like you know whatever he, whatever he does and um, I'm glad to sit with you because I, I've been trying to so bad we've been going through these late nights and you're yeah. sick and then you you know yeah, uh, so BGs and uh, oh man that's what was it like bad crabs or something nah nah it was uh, I had chicken wings <laughs> and then I guess something happened man but I woke up that next morning and I was sweating and shit and I was like oh damn and then I leaned over and just that was just it was a mess. Oh, I was worried because I was like, you know, I hope I can finish the fucking weekend. We still got like five more shows left. <laughs> so You're going through all the media with them and uh, going lunch and Instagramming and and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, we well, had a good. Uh, we had we ate out at um, Cafe Eleven Thirty Seven today over on the north side, man. I saw that on Instagram. Man, that shit was so good. Uh, best food I've had in a while, man. Like Cafe Eleven Thirty Seven was just off the hook. What kind of restaurant was that? They served uh, seafood, black black spot too. Uh, seafood, everything, chicken, um, the rice. Give them a shout out. Yeah, Cafe Yo, I bullshit y'all not, man. If y'all in Baltimore, bro, mm-hmm. Cafe Eleven, like I would move here to eat that food. Man. Really? That, shit was that fucking good, dog. I'm gonna go see them man. in a week. So um. Anyway, um, just um, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out, but just give them all, give the uh, fans, audience, yeah, your, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Reggie Comedy on Twitter, Reggie Comedy on Instagram, uh, on Facebook is Reggie, and then my last name is F L E N O R Y. Y'all can hit me up there, man. Um, and I'm out here, man. Just you know, drinking, slinging jokes, man. Thank you for having me, bro. All right, no problem. You know it's saying? been an awesome Appreciate pleasure. you, man. Beautiful spirit, man. And yeah, it's been it's been wonderful, bro. All right, Dan. Well, while we out there, uh, while you out there selling the DVDs, I'll probably do a little shy uh, shy vlog, just like okay, just yeah. the hires. So. Yeah, for sure. I'll go ahead and do that. And thank you for uh, the interview. Yeah, man. No problem. Well, there you have it. The first hidden gem of Shy Lounge, or should I say hidden gem? Maybe I can coin that phrase. But the sad thing about that uh, interview afterwards was I didn't go to Cafe 347 in Baltimore, and I didn't shoot a Shy uh, blog uh, video outside. But uh, Reggie Jr., very funny guy, very insightful story about the guy who uh, was about to go do something bad, but he ended up not doing that. So um, good friend of mine. Got to catch him later on um, whenever he comes back to the East Coast or whenever I go to California. Um, Who knows? Time would tell. But anyway, uh, that was a hidden gem. I I I enjoyed this one as the first episode. I was going trying to make an impact. And I think I did. Uh, But a slow build is better instead of a. uh, fast lane type of uh, build and crash whatever you want to have but anyway if you like the hidden gems uh uh shy lounge uh tell a friend and if you don't like it still tell a friend they might like this story they might like this interview you never know but anyway catch me on facebook under official shin blade at official shin blade all one word catch me on twitter under sensational one s-h-i-n-s-a-t-i-o-n-a-l-o-n-e and the same thing for instagram sensational one so uh also catch me on youtube under shinblade i post my interviews there the core interview of uh shy lounge and probably the whole thing of hitting gems because i'm not going to have musical guests because it's supposed to be easter egg or something on the cutting room floor you know whatever you want to think it is Uh, anyway uh thank you very much for listening uh check out shy lounge whenever you can on my soundcloud 
mini interviews if you just uh now listen to uh to Shinblade and there'll be some more hidden gems coming soon in the upcoming weeks months maybe a new series maybe a new side venture uh depending the branch holds strong anyway thank you very much and i'm out I want to-